0: Hi, this is Robin with Dating After 50 with Robin and Julie. Tonight, Julie and I decide to ditch the dating app and take a field trip to Chicago's notorious Viagra Triangle. Find out what happens during this episode. Hey, here we are, Julie and Robin going out in the field. We have a field trip today to the Viagra Triangle. How are you feeling, Julie? Uh, I'm a little nervous, but actually I'm
1: looking forward to this. I haven't been out in this area in quite some time. Um, And as we were texting on the way in, more excited to see you and hang out with my girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) than anything else. I mean, I guess that's such a nice feeling to have. You know, even if I don't necessarily meet a gentleman tonight or even... Come
0: remotely close to that, I know that I will have a great time with you. Absolutely, and that's what we have to do. Keep in mind that we're having a good time, and uh, for those of you listening, the Viagra Triangle is uh, Rush Street in Chicago, and both of us have not been down here for a, quite a while, and it's notorious for older men picking up younger women, and here we are in our 50s, <laughs> so who knows what we're gonna find. <laughs> So let's go. We'll periodically uh, report in with segments and um, hopefully uh, it'll be an interesting field trip. You
1: just never know what could happen. That's right. We're going to have fun
0: though.
1: All right. Signing off.
0: Hey, Robin.
1: How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm excited to talk about our field trip to the Viagra Triangle. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. I Maybe we should explain way. what
1: the Viagra Triangle is.
0: <laughs> Why don't you For go those ahead,
1: listeners outside of the Chicago metro area?
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh gosh. Well, I knew what it was when we were um, young. Er, <laughs> oh, the, the Viagra Triangle, from my understanding, back then was an area um on called rush street where a lot of older gentlemen tended to congregate in order to meet younger women is that what your understanding was exactly um
1: right it was men that were much older uh than myself at the time, so I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't interested in these men at the time. I was much more interested in someone my own age, so I didn't partake in that whole culture. Um, back when I would have been the appropriate, you know, younger woman. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, for you, did you see that on Saturday a lot? I mean, did you experience that kind of phenomenon? We were definitely in that area.
0: Well. Uh, for me, like I, uh, as we talked about in the car a little bit, I let go of my judgments as much as I could. And I found it to be a much more pleasant experience than I, I could imagine. And, um, you know, we first went to Hugo's and found a table right away. There was an older gentleman there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when we say older,
1: we mean older.
0: I we mean, mean a very... our, we're,
1: we're a little bit older, but this was
0: another. I would say twenty years older than us, at least, at least, at least. But he was a complete gentleman, and you know, you know, I you know, I liked being there just to kind of get a vibe and have some wine and just hang out with you. But I didn't find that particular place to be someplace that felt like people were there to meet people. No, not at all.
1: Um, My experience there was very similar. I mean, I think going into it, I didn't really know what to expect either. I had never been to that particular restaurant slash bar before. um, But I knew it was within that region of, of the Viagra Triangle. So I had an assumption that it was more of a singles or kind of a meeting place but my experience with hugo's was that it was more of a restaurant and most of the people that were there were there with someone either a date or a family member or spouse and not really looking to meet other people yeah that was my my impression too yeah although we did have that little uh thing at the end with the group of men that wanted you to take their picture
0: yeah that's true that was um that was kind of hopeful then to me like oh there are people out here uh that are mixing and mingling um my impression though (laughs) they had a little bit (laughs) a little bit to drink um not that there's anything wrong with that (laughs) yeah Then soon we trotted over to um, Gibson's, which was a lot different. Yes. So you want to tell our listeners about that?
1: Yeah. So uh, uh, very crowded at the Gibson's and in the bar area. Um, really no uh, seating for us, but something quickly opened up by the kind of the entrance to the bar area, which was nice because we were able to sit down pretty quickly and. Like you had mentioned earlier, I thought it was a very good kind of a vantage spot, being that it was right near the entrance, and it kind of provided a, a good bird's-eye view of the entire room, so you could really kind of people watch and see what was happening uh, with other people there. So yeah. my, my experience there was, yeah, a little bit different than over at Hugo's, in the sense that it did seem to be more of a venue for people that weren't necessarily paired up with someone else. I mean, there was that, of course, but there were also people there that seemed to be, you know, kind of single on their own, maybe with a friend like we were, and potentially interested in, in making a connection.
0: Um, yeah, I kind of got the um, idea, like kind of got the um, party type vibe where it felt like people knew each other there in some cases, um, and like it seemed much more relaxed, uh, in a sen- in the sense that like, for me, like when I used to go out in you know, to bars and places like that in my younger days, there se- for me, the internal energy was always like looking to see who's there, who could, I- who's attractive, who, who I could meet and things like that, which was a little, it, you know, that was there, but not to that degree, which I was very pleasantly, um, happy about. Like, it was more like, oh, let's enjoy this evening and just see what's happening here. <laughs> like, what's going on here, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, you know, but I had the same experience with you. With a, You know, it was a little crowded, but at the same time, having that place to sit right there was really conveniently located. For sure. Um,
1: you're right, though. I hadn't thought of it in the party sense. It did feel a little bit like... Going to a party where some of the people already knew each other and we really didn't know anyone at the party, but there was an openness to, to people there to to make a connection and talk. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The other
0: thing that that surprised me and that's just kind of coming up for me is, um, when that first guy came and talked to us. Oh yeah. That, that cutie patootie. Uh huh. Yeah, he was. (laughs) But, like, you know, like, for me, like, you know, like, my experience in totality there wasn't like we had to work really hard to attract men, which was pleasing, you know? Um, even though we weren't, like, we didn't even have to approach anybody, which was delightful, you know? <laughs> Take that, Matthew Hussey. Um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, no dropping of any hankies was required. No hankies. No hankies were dropped. Uh, <laughs> I did practice, though, on the eye contact thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't sure if I was smiling first, though, because I always smile. I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure I always smile. Um, you know, so I was just like, oh, crap, you know, should I be um, dropping something? Should <laughs> I spill my drink? I don't know what not. <laughs> But yeah, I think
1: he has some suggestions on, on, you know, making the first move uh, in places like that. And I've never really done that. And it's funny that you mentioned back in your 20s, you know, I was someone that never really went out and did the bar thing. If I did, I was out with friends and that was kind of my main focus was just having fun with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I never had a date. I never met anyone that led to a relationship uh, based on. And meeting them out at night. Um, oh, gosh. That's interesting. Isn't Yeah. So, I mean, I would always meet people kind of at work or in my neighborhood or through, like, a mutual friend at a party or something like that. So, for me, this was kind of a new experience to actually go out. I mean, obviously, we were having fun together. And I knew I was going to have a great night regardless of what happened because I was going out with you. Um, so, that was nice. But with kind of the purpose also of potentially meeting someone or just being out with that openness to meeting someone. So um I realize that I have I don't want to say work to do, but i I just don't have a lot of experience in this kind of a thing. So um it could be better. You know, my in my you know, my
0: fifties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, learning well, a new a new skill for the first time.
0: Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Like you know, self-awareness, um, I've, I had the belief and, and just until recently, cause the apps have beaten it, the life out of me, <laughs> sucked the joy out of, out of me. But, um, uh, but I never wanted to meet somebody in the bar and probably because I met my husband in a bar. So, and that didn't work out obviously, but I never kind of thought to myself that that's the kind of arena in which I wanted to meet my next mate. But uh, I can see from even the short time there that it could be a very good place to meet your next mate. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I was operating with a couple of beliefs too that I was trying to overcome. The first one being a bar is not a good place to meet because you're gonna meet a big drinker and that everybody out at the bars is, is just, that's all they wanna do is go out drinking. And that's not necessarily true. You know, you can go out and have a a glass of wine or a couple of drinks doesn't mean that that's all you're doing, (laughs) you know, part of a balanced lifestyle that, you know, includes other things that are more conscious or healthier or whatever. Um, And another belief that I really was interested in kind of busting is that women over a certain age become invisible.
0: Oh, Um, that's a good uh, one.
1: been growing. I mean, that was kind of drilled into my mind in my family growing up. Just other women that I've known that were maybe ten or twenty years older than me. That when a woman gets to a certain age, that she just becomes kind of invisible. She just disappears, and no one looks, and no one notices, and nobody wants to 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 pursue her. And you know, I really want to bust that belief. I think I already have to a certain degree, um, but I was thinking that evening, am I going to be able to compete with women that are, you know, 25 or 29 or 30 something? Um, and so I was pleasantly surprised, you know, that we did get some looks, we did get some attention, we did have men coming over to talk to us and, and, and um, to, you know, ask us some questions and, and want to get to know us a little bit. So that was a,
0: a great um, thing to, to experience for, for that reason alone. Oh, yeah, I agree with you, too. I was pleasantly surprised, but not shocked because, I mean, we're attractive women. We we hold ourselves really well. Um, You know, I think, you know, we've done a lot of work on ourselves to feel confident. And and and, um, you know, I'm going to say to your point about like competing with other women, like I've worked really hard on uh, like I always say to myself, I don't compete with other women, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, my my guy doesn't see anybody but me, you know, um, right and, right. and so like, I didn't feel that way. I did notice certain couples seemed to be a little weird looking, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there was that, yeah, there was that, but, um, you know, which is, fi- you know, fine to each his own. Right. And, um, but I was very pleasantly surprised with the, um, caliber of men that, that did come and talk to us. So, um, yeah, so that was like pretty cool. I mean, you know, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to your other point about the drinking piece, that that is a piece that has crossed my mind as well. And I did notice that a lot of the men had a little bit to drink, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, who knows? Like if we went out on the regular to that place to see if that's <laughs> these same men are doing the same thing, then, we, you know, that <laughs> right. guess that's evidence. I was trying not to make draw conclusions, you know, from you know yeah. the experience as a whole. Um, But the first experience led me to really want to um, continue to uh, try different places uh, to just kind of get out and meet people. I like it so much better than swiping left and right. Mm -hmm. Well, just to
1: see people in in 3D, right, and Mm -hmm. to experience them that way in a more natural environment. And you get to just learn so much more about them in such a short amount of time versus – the swiping and the trying to make the connection and then getting a phone call go you know all of that I think is um okay but it has its big limitations whereas meeting someone in person you already know I don't know I think that piece about the the chemistry or if there's going to be a physical attraction Mm -hmm. is is much more solid obviously when you meet someone um in the flesh
0: Right. Yeah. And yeah. And having you there, like, you know, I wish that guy hadn't left and just, you know, I wish he had sat down and talked to us because although he was telling us a lot about himself, (laughs) it would have been a little bit more interesting to hear, you know, how he would uh, relate, you know, just Mm -hmm. hanging out with us for a little bit. Yeah. He he was, he was damn cute though. (laughs) He
1: was cute. And so, yeah, it, it did give me hope. Um, about the potential for for meeting someone or just you know I think it's a good kind of a practice training ground for me as well um I noticed a couple of times where I caught someone's eye and I didn't um take it any further and drop
0: the hanky (laughs) (laughs) what the heck Julie (laughs) supposed to be dropping hankies there
1: (laughs) well it's good I've read about a lot of this stuff you know, uh, in the coaching stuff that we follow that we've talked about before about you know maintaining eye contact and smiling and, and kind of affirming your interest in someone. And I did that a little bit, but I noticed that I could have done it more. So um, you know to have another opportunity to do it again would be great. So well, we will,
0: we will. I think the more we like start to own the place and <laughs> the better it'll be. Um, no, but I did like that seat. <laughs> now I'm going to be like, oh, where's better places. But yeah, um, yeah. well, there's plenty of other uh, places to go there. So we've got quite the um, the field of uh, more laboratories to practice our skills. And the weather is starting to turn. So it gets
1: more pleasant to be out and about and and, you know, doing things in the evenings when it's not. Bitter cold or snowing or or whatnot. So, right, right. So, did we say summer in the city? Summer in the city.
0: (laughs) Yes, finding love, (laughs) finding love downtown. (laughs) (laughs) Or just enjoying each other's company, whatever. (laughs) Well, and
1: that's what I like to say the outcome was assured because I was out with you. You're obviously a good friend of mine. And so I knew that even if it was just the two of us having a girls night out that's perfectly fine i would have a great time so there's that's the the great part of it i'm not sure how i'd feel about doing all of that alone how how would you would you be cool going into a place like that by yourself and just hanging out by yourself for a few hours
0: uh, no yeah <laughs> no i I'd love um, your
1: honesty cuz i'm not either i think i would feel very i don't know intimidated
0: is the right word or nervous Uh, I'm not quite sure yeah no I like flying with a with a partner just because for safety reasons in a lot of ways um you know we always had each other in the event that somebody was weird and started to follow us or whatever you know like I still I'm always very safety minded when it comes to you know being out as a as a woman and you know having you know Still the same thing, like I tell my daughters, just like, you know, protect your drink kind of thing, you know, and, um, you know, you just don't know. And, you know, it's sad, but it could happen. So, right. no. Right. to answer your question, no. But I, but I wouldn't be opposed to, um, you know, someplace quieter, like, or, or a hotel bar or something like that, to like have a dinner and sit at the bar by myself. I could do that. Um, not that I'd want to, but I could do that
1: yeah I, and I've had to do that on a few occasions where i when I used to travel a little bit. Um, but it feels different when you're just having dinner and yeah, sitting at the bar and it's a hotel, so it's a little more expected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think going to a place like that, I don't know i I think I would appear desperate, <laughs> or that's how I would feel internally like I'm here alone, i'm I'm desperate, which is not the case, but. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, I get it. I wouldn't want I I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Um. So, but we don't have to. That's the nice thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what what's next for us? What's our our next field trip? Oh, that's a good question.
1: Um, I'm okay. thinking we should try. I don't know this weekend, next weekend. I don't know what your schedule is, but let's try another something different I mean we don't have to go back to the same venue we can go to some place in the neighborhood or yeah
0: I think so yeah we'll try it (laughs) I'm totally game for that um what else I was going to ask you I was going to ask you something boy anyway it's uh escaping my mind today but (laughs) I do like I do like that we we uh are busting some beliefs and um you know I think in future programs we're going to you know, I'd like to start trying to like actively work on you know do, some of the tools that I know how to do and you um, to share with our our uh, listeners um, how to move through some of the beliefs that are that could be holding us back. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to think that everything happens uh, in its right timing, and for me personally, I could see that this time being single has been a huge gift. Um, I feel like stronger and more confident than I ever have been and creating a life that I love, uh, even if I don't find a partner, you know, uh, that, that I love continue to keep growing and pursuing my, my, um, loves and desires and dreams and things of that nature. So, you know, I'm glad that you're along for the ride. Been a part of this journey. So, and you know, I second that. I mean, I know for
1: me personally, the times that I've been quote unquote alone or on my own have been the times of the biggest growth personally, because learning how to um, kind of be on my own side and create the life where I'm happy, not having a partner having a partner would be great, but it doesn't mean that I'm not enjoying my life or that I'm not pursuing things or doing things to that, you know, make me happy and and give me joy. And so that can only be good, um, you know, in the long run, regardless of whether or not I I end up coupled up with someone. I hope to. But if that doesn't happen, it it, it doesn't happen. So So
0: this week in dating, Julie, what's happening (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what's happening in my life nothing but go ahead you, yeah. well,
1: <laughs> the, the week was a little um a little different for me this week because I was coming off an illness I um had either the flu or a kind of a bad cold and so the early part of the week was um me kind of recuperating and just taking care of myself physically um, but when I started to feel a little bit better uh, I did a little swiping on a couple of the apps, and actually, I, I, I did a lot of swiping and kind of matched up with quite a few people that had been building up in my in my queue. For, <laughs> when I was sick, I wasn't obviously doing anything. So I made um, kind of a neat connection with a gentleman um, that I'm having a date with tomorrow. Oh. So, yeah, it's it's felt... Nice. Um, very. He's been great. He's been. He's. He's my age, exactly. Actually. Um, so that's you know. And he's a divorced dad of, of three. You know, young adult children, and um, we've had a nice phone conversation as well. And he suggested that, and he picked out the venue and asked Ooh. me when I well he asked me when I was available. I gave him a couple of options um and then he uh asked where I'd like to meet what would be most convenient for me and I gave him a neighborhood and he picked a place and you know so we're gonna we're gonna meet up tomorrow around six o'clock so I'm I'm pretty excited for this one as much as as much as I get (laughs) for an online date first date you know I try to manage my expectations a little bit and you know kind of temper it with reality but at the same time I'm excited, so
0: oh good I'll
1: keep he's been
0: a big um, kind of the kind of the only thing that I've had going this week dating wise
1: um, well his
0: pregame sounds pretty good so he's he's uh he's hopeful i'm I've got some uh, hopeful vibes about him oh good yeah he's uh, checked the Little boxes thus far, <laughs> right? We don't want to connect too many of the dots. No,
1: no, too no, soon,
0: no, which is no. something that uh, is uh, is worthy of being avoided. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and sometimes a harder set, harder to do than you know, then But I'm getting better at that. Um, as we've talked about before, connecting the dots is is something that's easy to do if you're really excited about someone. But um, just being careful not to give someone more credit than they've earned or um, mm-hmm.
0: that the relationship is is ready for right oh I agree yeah uh, I get but- bored so fast I, I gotta tell you like some of these guys I'm getting so better at uh, just being like okay you're done like <laughs> just not interested <laughs> you know I, you know and I because I like my guy prototype is somebody who like your gentleman at this point um, is a gentleman and takes takes the lead and is respectful and all those things. Uh, I haven't been finding that. Um, I've, mm-hmm. I've been finding the um, the losers, the users, and the liars, and I'm like so not interested. Yeah. And and if somebody else asks me to send them pictures of me in high heels, do they understand that? <laughs> they're not going to get that. I mean, (laughs) I mean,
1: honestly, they sometimes ask for that kind of stuff before they even ask you like what, what you do for your job. Exactly. (gasps) True. Oh yeah. I mean, it's almost like from the get go and it just, it's such a red flag. I mean, it clearly tells you what, what their interest is in, you know, it's what their investment's going to be. All of it. I mean, it's, (sighs) it's very clear that they just, they don't really want to get to know you, um, at a deeper level. They just want to see if they can
0: manipulate you to get what they want. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like I, I used to get just, I was a little annoyed, you know, I used to get bummed now I just get like, you know, this don't waste my time, dude. Yeah. But better yet, you know, I don't waste my time. So there's, there we go. You know? But, so that was my weekend dating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually talking to this nice gentleman. Um, but you know he, he he might be a lazy lion too, so we'll see.
1: Time will tell, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't take very long. I'm yeah, like, the, the more experience we get with this, the more discerning and, and uh, you know our ability to just cut through the BS and, and get right to it is
0: getting pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, just the reminder of, like, I'm not going to give you any of my time if you have not earned it. So, you know, but I did read something with Matthew Hussey this, this last day or two about don't chase initiate. And I'm just like, you know, what's the difference, dude? I'm like, there's a part of me that's really struggling with that, you know, because it kind of goes against the um, Pat Allen thing. The first person who initiates is the man in the relationship, which I don't want to be. Um, <laughs> right, right. Uh, so I have a hard time with that. And I think it's largely because he's 27 years old or eight or whatever he is. He's <laughs> 32. Okay. Well, <laughs> big, 32. Big difference.
1: I know, I know. What, and I, I read that same little post and then what I got from that was the chasing was more about chasing someone that has shown you that you're not, they're not really interested in you for whatever reason or however they've done that. But it's more about initiating just in general and being open to people. Ugh, this is not coming out right, but I guess initiating with someone that you may be interested in and then letting them take the lead, but not chasing when they've shown that they're not interested.
0: Yeah. I know that. I know the the difference with that. Like I know internally what it feels like to chase somebody or, you know, feel like I'm trying to move the needle instead Mm -hmm. of um, letting them move the needle or us moving the needle together. So, um, so like from that point, I, I get it, but like, it just kind of annoyed me because I'm just like, Oh, Like, (laughs) you know, you know, Matthew. I don't know, but yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, with all
1: of that stuff, take what works and leave the rest, right? (laughs) Right. Like I feel (laughs) like putting all that coaching advice together from the different people, it's like an amalgam of all these different things, and you know, um, some of it just doesn't necessarily always apply or make sense to me. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take it for what it's worth.
0: Yeah. And I think I, I think I like, because we're, and this is like one of the things I'd love to, would would love to talk directly with a dating coach that's well-known ish. Um, You know, like how do you address women in, in their fifties or over forties? We're not, you guys are young guys. You're in different stages of your life. You have absolutely no idea what it's like to have had a long-term relationship to, Never have an app to meet your mate, Um, you
1: know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, and just the wisdom and, and the life experience that we have. We're not like the younger women that they coach that are in their 20s, early 30s that are, you know, just up and coming. I mean, we've seen a lot. We've done a lot. We've been mothers, some of us. I mean, there's just so much more layers to our lives and our experiences that, we're not their typical client <laughs> yeah. so I think they struggle with trying to connect with us because we they know that we're so different
0: right well hopefully our podcast will um help inform some people help you know kind of like feel like we're friends that are helping you navigate mm-hmm. this because we got it and I think this is uh this has been a good uh good episode and hopefully um You know, we'll continue to, like, bring some really good content. I know I have a long list of things we need to talk about. But,
1: (laughs) well, yeah, and as things just happen in in the world and in the news and the media, I mean, just, you know, oh, there's some good content or that would be a great topic or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just so relevant, everything that's happening in the world. And so, yeah, I mean, I think. There's probably an endless supply of of topics and and content that we could explore exactly if we, if, if we wanted to. So that's that's kind of exciting for sure.
0: Oh yeah, I think um, my friend David from work uh, is going to enjoy the next uh, one of these next episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> David, if you're what topic is he
0: interested in? <laughs> he's interested in dick, and we will be talking about them. <laughs> So that will be our explicit show, that you <laughs> may want to like have a glass of wine for.
1: Right, that <laughs> comes with a little warning, a trigger warning.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yep. Put your kids
1: away. Turn take it off
0: the Alexa or whatever. Yeah, don't be listening with <laughs> the kids around. Um, but anyway, almost <laughs> their adult children, and they didn't learn this anyway. <laughs> so. It's great chatting with you and uh, we'll go back out in the field this weekend and then we'll have another update on our weekend dating.
1: <laughs> hopefully some, po-
0: hopefully <laughs> some more positive news from you um, and then uh, it, it'll be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I
1: know I, I think I'm going to want to have a couple of objectives for the evening and just work
0: on a couple of things and I would love oh, to yeah. enlist you for support on that. So you, you've got it. We'll talk about Polaroids, putting the polarizing things out front. Another tip. From, oh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. Well, we, we, it's interesting and we can talk about that, but it's, uh, you know, it's good to like put all that stuff out there early so you know what kind of guy can handle it. <laughs> that, is yeah. yes. yeah. that is true. Yes. That is true. All right. Well, Julie, it's been wonderful. And uh, we will talk to you next time.
1: Thanks so much, Robin. This is always great. And I, I so appreciate uh, doing this with you. It's, it's a blessing. So thank you.
0: Absolutely. Good
1: night. Good night.